Is Eddie. Uh, Eddie C.'s down in uh, Port St. Lucie, so he's down soaking up some sunshine. What's going on, Eddie? I'd love to say it was sunshine, but it's actually raining and uh, about 55, so not real good down wait, here. Wait, wait, so it's 55 degrees there? Yeah, yeah, it's that's a no, chilly. That's no fun. Got a coat on today. That is no fun. No. <laughs> Maybe better than snow. Yeah, it, I mean it's better than snow. I need a better. I need a better forecast for that. A better forecast. <laughs> okay. I mean, so, uh, hey, you know, it seems to me, okay, that Callaway had uh, Mick Callaway struggled last year a lot. Let's be honest, he struggled mm-hmm. a lot. We talked about it plenty of times. It seems That's like funny. he has really tried to turn over a new leaf. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I, I thought he was much more confident today, um, seemingly relaxed uh, today. Uh, and I, I think part of that, too, is I think he knows they're a better and a deeper team than they were last year. But, um, you know, I, I also think he had, I, I wouldn't say fences to men, but, you know, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't the best with the media last year. And uh, I, I think... What, what did you not... Listen, you're a veteran guy and easy to get along with. What was the part of his demeanor that you didn't like last year? Well, I think, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm sure he was pulled in a million different directions. And I think that... You know, he probably didn't find enough time in the day to do the things that he wanted to do because he seems to be, you know, a stickler for detail. So I understand that. And, you know, the other thing I think you have to realize, too, Mike, is that, you know, uh, Terry was there for such a long time, and Terry had a great relationship with uh, with the press. You know, he would occasionally stop and shoot the breeze with us uh, in the dugout. Mickey seldom did that. Um, I, I don't think he made himself readily available in that regard. Uh, so, you know, he, it wasn't that, you know, people disliked him necessarily. It was just that, uh, you know, they, they found him hard to get close to or closer to. Uh, I think he's going to probably do a better job. It seems to me that he'll attempt to do a better job at that, uh, you know, this year. And it, it seems like he's starting out that way. He was, he was pleasant today. And, uh, you know, like I said, he seemed confident and seemed relaxed uh, today as well, too. Uh, he did. Now, what about Riggleman? You think he and Riggleman will be a good match? Now, you and I both know Riggleman a long time. We know what yep. a good guy he is. We know Great how guy. easygoing he is. He's a no ego, good baseball man. You think he's a good fit to be his bench coach? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do. Uh, and, uh, you know, if Mickey was smart, he would attach himself uh, to Riggs and, you know, and work as, as a tandem in, in that dugout. You know, uh, Riggs has been in this situation before where he's, you know, been a bench coach or on a staff and he's taken over as an interim manager. Uh, obviously, people have brought that up here. You know, if Callaway struggles, Riggleman's Could happen. Here. Could happen. Uh, and, he, and he did a great job last year when it happened, you know. He did, yeah. yeah. In Cincinnati, there's no yep. question about that. Uh, he was, and Mickey was asked about that today, and he said, "You know, listen, I want to surround myself with good people. Um, you know, Riggleman is. He's good people. He's a smart baseball guy. So, you know, I don't, I don't feel any pressure in that regard at all. Whether he does or doesn't doesn't matter. But that's what he he said today. But you know, it was interesting. That the one thing that there were a couple of things that came out of his press conference today. One. Um, was you know a conversation that he had with Riggleman when he was trying to explain a move that he had made last year, and Riggleman, like about three or four minutes into the explanation, said, "Stop." He says, "You've been talking for three or four minutes." He says, "Don't overthink things." You know, and that's, <laughs> that, that's Riggs to a to a T. You know, don't let's don't make it you know uh, a, a world's problem here when you can you know just do what you feel, do what you feel, and and what you think is best, and you go with that. You're never going to be. A, 
able to explain everything away. Some people are not going to like the decision. Some people are. Uh, you know, and, and Mickey went on to say that there were times last year when, uh, you know, he definitely overthought things. Uh, I think he probably, you know, despite being a manager for the first time, he was a pitching coach for a long time, and I think he thought like a pitching coach a lot of times and probably was concerned about, you know, pitching moves late in the game when he should have been thinking about something else. That's just my guess, but I think that's, that's probably a natural thing. Uh, and he said he had time to, you know, stew over things, and he at times would, uh, you know, he'd make things more complicated than, than what they were instead of just, uh, and you know, try to be creative when the simple way would have been the best way. So I, I think he learned an awful lot from that, and I think we're going to we'll be good for him in that regard. All right. Um, we're talking about Eddie C. couple of things, Eddie. Number one, I, I, you, I don't know, you, you haven't seen a lot of these guys you saw McNeil last September. Now they're asking right. McNeil to go to the outfield. What do you think right. about that move? Well, I, I think if he's going to play, that's where he's going to play. He's got to play in the outfield, otherwise yeah. he doesn't play. He has a, they have a crowded infield situation. Uh, Mickey said that as much today as well, too, that when he plays, he's going to play in the outfield. So, uh, you know, that's, it's, it's not going to be uh, – I think occasionally you, know, you might see him at second base or something in spring training. But Yeah, but know, Cano's going to play. You know that. He play, one yeah, thing about oh, Cano absolutely. is Cano doesn't like to sit out. You know, I, I had Brody on, and Brody's telling me, well, you know, we don't want anybody to play more than like 140 games. I said, you tell Cano that? I mean, Cano, <laughs> Cano wants to play every day. That's the one thing about him. Yeah. He doesn't like to come out of games. 150, 160, yeah. that's, that's more like Cano. Yeah, I think, you know what's going to happen. I, I, listen, when they have a split squad or they send, you know, on a, an away game and Cano doesn't go, they might stick McNeil at second base. But most right, of the but time it sounds like he's going to have to hit and play in the outfield if he's going to hit. Yeah, I, I, I just think, you know, he's such an interesting, to me, he's such an interesting bat and a different I like his I like bat. his offense, I do. And, yeah. you know, he makes sense in the outfield. And, and, you know, Brody said against righties, I can see McNeil, Nimmo, and... Conforto, sure, I can see that. But then, what do I see against lefties? I mean, am I going to see Lagares and I going to see Broxton both play? No, I, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. Although, you know, Mickey kind of dodged that question when he was asked today. Uh, you know, what what's the starting outfield, or is Lagares going to be your starting center fielder? I think was the question that was asked to him. And what he said was, "We have outfielders that can play multiple positions." Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, we know that, <laughs> but I think what what's going to happen. Well, you think, do you look attend- at Nimmo as a platoon guy? Or you look at him as an everyday no, player? No, I think I think what what he what he was saying was that. I think it's going to depend on who's pitching that day, you know, who matches up well against that. And also, uh, you know, he talked about late-inning defense. Well, how about well, lefties, so though? I mean, what happens against – who do you think is going to play – I mean, are they going to play the uh, – are they going to play the right-handed hitters in the outfield against lefties, or are they going to play the lefties? I think occasionally you will see Ligaris and Broxton. I think it depends on how Ligaris plays down here, too. But I think you'll see that against lefties. But I do think that both of those guys will probably – draw most of their time going in late in games. Oh, gotcha. You know, okay. if they have a lead. That's, so you think Confort- I- you think Nimmo and Con- well, you know Conforto's an everyday player. You think Nimmo could be an everyday player? Yeah, yes, they he can be and I think he would be and will be, but both of them have got to hit lefties. You know, I mean, it's, it's They have uh, to because there's too many lefties on this team. I mean, let's be right. honest. Uh, I, I would agree. Now, yeah. Frazier, do you think Frazier's got a chance to be an everyday player here or is that going to be a hard thing for him to do? 
I do because he's righty, but I do I do think it's going to be difficult if he can't respond and he doesn't play better than he did last year. Um, you know, you can get buried, I think, pretty quick on this team if he kind of gets off to the start that uh, that he did last year and he's hurt like he was last year. He was hurt a couple of times, missed uh, you know a good chunk of time. So, but I I do think he's an interesting bat simply because he's right-handed and he he can give you some pop that way, and I think they need that as well too. Because Lowry's so, going to have to play third base. He's going to have to. Yes. Because otherwise, yes. where's he going to play? He's either going to play first or third. He's not playing second or short. Yeah, well, it, it was indicated because Callaway today said that, you know, Lowry will play some third, he'll play some second, he'll play some short. Now, short, that's, you know, when Rosario gets a day off, maybe That's one fine. Every- he, Cano and Rosario are not taking a lot of days off. Right. Uh, I I don't see Lowry playing. He's played a lot of second base the last couple of years. I don't see him playing a lot of second no base No way. Here if he's not fight. if, not if Cano's here. Third. And he even said Cano, Brody even said, well, I can see Cano going over to first base in game. In game. I mean, I don't know if Cano's going to want to do that. That's uh, a fair point. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen Cano here. And, uh, you know, I do think he'll play some first base down here. I think they'll get him acclimated to it. Uh, but I don't know. If Cano is very him. prideful of his second base play, yeah, you know, very yeah, prideful. He I mean, he knows, he knows he's a good second baseman. And, he, and, you know, he's, and he's still yeah. a pretty good second yeah, baseman. He he's is. lost a step. But he's still he, he doesn't have the same range, but he's still got a killer right. arm, as you know, and he's a right. very good fielder. Cano's a really good second baseman. I mean, you yeah, know, he, he's, he's a very good fielder. Yeah, uh, what's interesting to me about that whole situation, Mike, is that, you know, I, I agree with you on Cano, and I also thought McNeil played a better second base than, than most people thought he would or could. I agree. Last year. So I agree. Those, there, there's two guys there, and uh, and and Lowry is a, sec- is a second baseman, but By he's trade. not going to play there. So. No, he's got to play third, and then Frazier's either going to play third or first. For third or first. Correct. And then they yeah. got Alonzo. Can he bang his way into the lineup? Yeah, that's uh, you know I still I I don't think he's going to make the opening day lineup here. What what'll make it very interesting is if he has a great spring. I mean that's what they're hoping for, uh, and that would mean to me a very short time down to AAA and he's going to be up. But again, that means whether he's you know if he's going to have a good spring here or not. Does he put too much pressure on himself? I don't know. Uh, everybody seems to like the kid. I don't know him well. In the times I've met him, he is a nice kid and he works hard. I know that, and he's pretty determined to be here. So. We'll see when somebody you know, told they, me they he's can. a. So I won't say who. Somebody told me he's a stone lock to be on the team. That really? he's that well, good. Be, that he's that uh, good a hitter. Breaking camp. But the, the, the first two weeks, even if they want to fool with the date, he's that right. good a hitter. They yeah. said the defense, be careful. But they said offensively, yeah. he's a he's a wrecking crew offensively. Oh, he, no, he is. Uh, there's, I, I don't think there's any question. This kid can is a thirty home run guy. Uh, yep. You know whether he will be right away. Now they I don't said know, he's but, a butcher. He's he's got uh, he's got power. He is he's not, he's gotten better from what I'm told. Uh, I haven't seen him here this year. We'll we'll find out. But uh, uh, he's uh, he was challenged last year. <laughs> yeah, they, I heard he's a total butcher. So, uh, but I hear he's got a home a ball jumps off his bat. Yes, it, he has that kind of bat. There's no question. Let he me is, get to is. Degrom with you, Eddie. You know Degrom better than anybody. Um, yeah. Do you think Degrom is going to be okay? If this doesn't happen at his timetable and to his liking, he, they 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 placated him by giving him seventeen million. They had to, but they gave him right. seventeen million, so he's not making a couple of bucks. But listen, he could easily be making thirty million this year. He's making seventeen. Right. Can he and his agent live with this right now? Can they slow play this, or are they going to be a little antsy about this? 
I think that he is okay right now. Uh, and again, he and Brody are going to have a press conference tomorrow, so uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know if much is going to come of it, obviously, but they, they're meeting uh, with us uh, tomorrow. See, a Brody press point. conference. What a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I Get used to those. Listen. Brody likes those press conferences. Oh boy, yeah, he does. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Uh, he, you know, I, I think Jacob is fine right now. I, I do now. If you're, if you tell me that this doesn't get done by opening day, is he going to be fine? Then I, I think that will perturb him a little. What do you bit. think that's, he wants? That's, uh, you know, I, I do know this. I mean, you want to break the bank? I mean, you know, right no. now the Mets have got to be nuts to negotiate with him because he's got all the cards. He's just coming off one of the great years of all time. I mean, so, yeah. uh, I mean, he, he probably wants five years, right, minimum. He yeah. probably yeah. wants thirty million minimum, right? I, I would think that they, to me, and knowing him a little bit, I, I think they could get it done for less than say five one fifty. That's just that's. You me. think they I, I could? Don't... Well, that, I tell you, that would be okay if I mean if they did better than five one fifty, they can't complain because he's worth that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, here, here's the thing. You know, his his um, his song when he goes out to the mound is uh, is Leonard Skinner's a simple man, and that's exactly what he is. Okay, he's kept that. He's a uh, simple that, rich man now, though. You know, that's well, the he, difference. He yes. will be. He yes. will be that. Yeah. But it's something interesting. I remember he said to me last year when we were talking. Is he married? Time, you know, is he a family guy, uh, Degrom? He's, he's married. He has uh, a couple of kids. All right. Uh, so he. So this is his. This is so. His, a, so his wife's going to be a big player in this whole thing too. Then he, he's a he's a Florida guy, and what Jacob loves to do in the off season is go fishing. Okay. Gotcha. That's right. uh, this this a guy, and and he is to me, he's a simple man. Uh, so he's, he's not a, he's not a flashy liver. No, he but it doesn't a, matter. He's still going to make a lot of money right now. He will make a lot of money, and right. you know, he, at one point he said to me last year, you know, because uh, we were talking about the contract that time, you know, what would make him happy and uh, et cetera, and you know, he said, look, he said, I'm confident in my abilities. Uh, as long as I'm healthy, he says, I know I'm going to make a lot of money after this season. This was in the midst of having a season last year, and he said. Even if I don't sign a contract, I'll make a lot of money the next season as long as I'm healthy, and he will. If he, I mean, oh, he bumped from seven to seventeen. Right. If he, ha- he's not going to have the season that he had last year. But let's year, be but honest, seventeen right now. If he signs a contract, he's getting paid thirty right now. Yeah, probably. And yeah. but you know what, Mike? If he has, if he has a, not maybe not the season he had last year, but a good season. He might make thirty next year on in arbitration if if there was. Well, no, no one's ever made that, but I mean, he he might be the first, but he'll make mid twenties anyway. He could, but that's you know, to him, I think that's a lot of money there. That's uh, you know, you're talking almost. If, but if that next case, year he's going to want to lock it up. He's going to yeah, want to get. He's going to want to lock yeah. this up and get his years locked in eventually. Here, you well, know that he's not young. He's not young. So yeah, he, that's, you that's know, that one contract right. does for life. So the question yeah. is. How much can the Mets save by maybe you know giving them that five year? And I don't know if they'd go six years. I wouldn't want to, well, but you know maybe do you go to sixty year and take the average dollar down to a decent number? Or what you do know, you, do? you know what I would what I would do if I were them. I, I would go five years and a very makeable option for a sixth year. You know, based on innings pitched or whatever. You know, right. something that you could easily make and you know have the money kick in then, and basically it becomes a six year deal, not not something that's hard to reach. Let's put it. That way, so he's I think the kind of guy the Mets want to keep around, though, right? He's the kind, uh, I, yeah, he's the kind of guy like you he, want to keep here. Honestly, you know, when you look, when I look at that clubhouse, anyway, uh, to me, the leaders with right gone are going to be 
are going to be Jacob and are going to be Conforto. Those are the two guys I think that you okay. that you look towards uh, as the, you know the future. If they're you know they're both well, Jacob's not as young as as Conforto, but those right. are the two guys you look at pitching wise, and I think. Uh, Position player wise, what do you think of Conforto's year last year? You know, he hit the nine homers and had thirty RBIs yep. in September, which made his year look a lot better than it really was. Do you think he was he needed a year to get healthy? Do you think this yes. will be a different year this year? Yeah, I do. I, I think he came back too soon. Uh, I think you know he probably rushed it. He probably didn't know it. And uh, I I say this all the time by Conforto. I never worry about him. He is such a level headed kid, and he's got such a sweet swing that as long as he stays healthy, I think he's going to do damage. And I don't know whether he can, whether his whole year is going to be the September they had last year when he just crushed the ball. Uh, but I, I think he'll be fine, and I think he's going to put up numbers, and I think he's going to be an integral part of that lineup. I always viewed him as a number three hitter in the lineup at some point in time, and you know, I think I guess he probably will be at some point. I would think so. I would think Cano hits three and Conforto four this year. Maybe. I, I think that's Maybe. probably the way it goes against righties anyway. Be. Against righties, I think you'd have you know they need a, they probably... need a bopper. They need a bopper. Who do you think leads off on this team? Well, I think Nimmo. Would because, well, he's a good on-base guy, so I can even against lefties. Do you think he leads off against lefties? Yeah, too? well, I, I think he'll be up there. You know, again, he's going to have to hit them, but uh, you know, would he be up there? Yeah, I mean, you could put Lagares there too, uh, but Nimmo has always been a good on-base guy. Uh, I, I think you look at probably Lowry in the number two spot simply because he's a switch, and I think that's. A and good then you spot got Cano in a three. And put Cano in a three, and then you yep. could put Conforto in the four. Conforto in four, you could do that. Sure. Yeah, yep. I think that works. They just need you know, to have what, some right-handed pop, is what they need. Somebody's got to hit right-handed. Yeah, one of the things, you know, I, I asked this of Mickey today, uh, you know, what because, you know, they want versatility. Every team wants versatility right. these days and, right. and moving guys around. it. And I think it's going to happen with this team. There'll be a lot of different lineups, I think, because they're going to have to, you know, Frazier may play first one day, then again, they may sit Lowry, he plays third. And so you're going to move people around. So I asked him about communicating that with, with the players, and he said that's he said to, to him, Callaway, that is the most important thing that I have to do this year is to communicate, which led me to believe that he probably didn't spend as much time in the locker room as, as he did before. But he's got to communicate to these guys, look, we're going to sit you today, but you're going to play boom, 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 these three games, et cetera. You know, they're going to have to plan this thing out a little bit if they want to move guys around like you think. You know, is Mc, where's McNeil's going to play today? He's going to play left, he's going to play right, who's going to play center, that kind of thing. So, the communication of that and making sure that guys are okay with it and that they don't feel left out, I think is going to be one of the important things, and he, he agreed with that today, too. Uh, we're talking with Eddie C. about the Mets as they uh, get ready to embark on this uh, journey of the season. <clears throat> one of the keys is Wheeler, and this is like a, ver- a, a really the, the kind of guy that makes or breaks your season. Is it Wheeler early, or is it Wheeler who was ten and one in his last yep. fifteen starts with a two point zero ERA? Is that the Wheeler we see? Is that the ne- the real Wheeler, or was that just a good run at the end of the season last year? I would bank on that. That is the real Wheeler. Uh, you know, I thought Degrom was one, and I thought Wheeler was one A in the second half. They were that good, and he was that good. Um, I, I guess I've been a little surprised, although I understand it from Wheeler's aspect that you know he's going to be a free agent, and there's you know what, what's the rush in signing a contract. But I know he likes it here. He got engaged in the off season. 
he likes New York. He likes his teammates. And there hasn't been much talk. You know, I know they have to get DeGrom done. There hasn't been a lot of talk at all about signing Wheeler. Um, and, again, maybe there's not interest on his side simply because they're that close to free agency. But, you know, I, I would investigate that. <laughs> I mean, if, this, if, if he's for real. Well, if he gets if he, to June or July and he's dealing, I'm sure then there'll be some talk. You maybe. Know? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I, I, I listen. You look at this kid, and and you always felt that he could pitch and put it together. You just didn't know whether he was going to be the kind who nibbled a lot, like he tends to do sometimes. But he didn't in the second half. Uh, he went after hitters. I think he has his confidence now. He's just oh, he was sure. great. He was great the second he's half. Tremendous. He, yeah, was, he's yeah, he he's was another yeah. again another good guy that you would like uh, to keep. No, on very team. good kid. I happen to know him a little bit, and yeah. he's uh, I've been around him. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's a great guy, Zach. Good he really, very good guy. He really is and uh, and then of course you got Syndergaard in the middle who could be anything I could be you know last year Terry said to me mark my words he's going to win the Cy Young maybe he was a year early because he said last year that Syndergaard was going to win it and DeGrom won it now maybe right. this is Syndergaard's year Syndergaard's definitely uh, capable of being a Cy Young winner that's for sure and no, there's no question about that he's uh, and I you know he seems determined this year too listen if they I, I think the one thing that you look at with the stars Matt's too like Matt's is in a pretty good frame of mind down here I was talking to him a little I can't bit put today. Matt's with the other three I love Matt's but I can't put him with the other three he hasn't earned oh, no, that I, he hasn't earned yeah, that I think he has he has to do more, improve more, and also stay healthy too, right. and avoid the the little injuries that keep uh, cropping up with him. But I, you know, I, I just I think his head is in a better place. He's a good guy, Matts. He really is. Another yeah, good no, guy. Yeah, they they pitchers are good guys. They really are. I mean, he, uh, the, but who's the fifth starter? Not Vargas, right? Oh yes. No, I mean, that was that was think, made eminently clear today. That uh, Vargas when, is the fifth starter. See, uh, I don't, well, I, don't I, I don't like that. He he said he was asked, uh, "Is Jason Vargas?" your fifth starter, and he said he is definitely our fifth starter. So there you go. I guess they didn't watch last season. (laughs) He he pitched better in the second half. You Uh, couldn't pitch worse, Eddie. Uh, that's very true. That is very true. I would I would say this. I think the one thing that you that you have to it's a great rotation. If they're healthy and right. they go out there every five days, you know that they'll get the job done. They all can pitch the four of them anyway. Okay? And they got some good but, guys like Lugo's a really valuable guy to have on the team too. Yep, very is. valuable guy. I'll give you a guy in a second who they should think of or at least maybe or maybe talk to. But anyway, the, my point was about the starters. Here's the one thing I guess that would worry me a little bit when you average out the number of starts that they had last year, I think it came out to 28 or 29, the four of them, okay? Um, you know, I know, I know Syndergaard missed some. That's and, pretty good. But that is pretty good. Now, but here's the thing. Can, can that happen again? You know, do you see that often no. two years in a row? No. no, you don't. So if so, then that means they're going to have to dip down. And who do you have to dip down to? Corey good question. Oswald, I uh, mean, Gesellman, yep. uh, yeah, well, Lugo. I, I think they. I think they want to keep those guys. Like, Both I mean, of them in the pen. It. Both of them in the pen. They would do it, but but I think they want to keep them in the pen. I, I'll give you. We were, I was talking about this guy today, and, and again, I don't think it's going to happen simply because the opportunity with if Vargas is here and they're not going to do anything with him, and he is going to be in the rotation, they're not going to do it. But Gio Gonzalez to me would be a great sign wow. for them because I, I listen. To, he is another guy that you'd love to plunk into that clubhouse because he's he's well liked by everybody in baseball. I don't know how much Gio has left, but I do know this: if you look at his numbers at City Field, right. <laughs> again, he was pitching against the Mets, but he is ridiculous. He killed the Mets at City Field, like, like eleven and one or twelve and one. Yeah, killed them, killed them. Ridiculous. But they always killed the Mets, though. They always killed them up here. But my point is that. Uh, and again, it's against the Mets, but and he's going to face somebody else if he's with, with the Mets. But the point is, is he seems to, 
you know, have City Field work for him. Let's put that. He oh, knows absolutely. How to that part. Absolutely. Yeah. So, he was always but, great there. You know, here's the thing. You know, Geo's probably looking for a couple of year deal. I don't know if they'd give him that. Uh, you know, he's not. He's no, not that's a good go idea. To... I mean, it does make sense. Yeah, it, he's, it, but he's not. You know, to me, he's not going to go to the minor league. You got to. You know, Vargas is going to start the season. You've got to go to AAA. I, I, I don't know if that's going to work, but I would. I would love to see a guy like that here. I think he would help them. All right, Eddie. Thanks. We'll chat along the way. Thank you. Hi, right, Mike. You got it. All right, we're coming to you live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. That's Eddie in Port St. Lucie, where it is raining today. But hey, it's raining, but it's sixty. So hey, better than here. But you know what? Soon it'll be sunshine in both places. Sometime soon. Back after this.